Show them the money. Who's the them? Keep listening and you'll find out. Welcome to the Terrorist Therapist Show. I'm Dr. Carol, your psychiatrist and terrorist therapist. I'm here to help you and your family reach your dreams despite living in a time of terror. Well, you may not have heard about this, but when you do, I am sure you're going to be as outraged as I am. There is this new thing that happened where the government suddenly woke up, um, obviously because it's having more and more trouble paying its bills, but it suddenly woke up to a possible new source of cash. And who would that be that they're trying to grab money from? The veterans, the population that would be the least fair to try to get money from. They've already sacrificed their lives, if not their whole life, and certainly parts of them, physical or psychological parts. Well, yes, this is um, just has just started going on, even though the problems started, or if you want to call it a problem, the issue started um, years ago between 2007 and 2009. So I'll tell you what it is. Um, talking, first of all, about this new process that is allowing the federal government to collect reenlistment bonuses from veterans. What happened was in around 2007 to 2009, when the military needed more soldiers, they tried to get them by giving them offering reenlistment bonuses. So in other words, these are people who already served tours of duty and they were going to uh, leave the military. Well, the military didn't want them to do that. So they offered these bonuses and most of the bonuses were in the 15 to $20,000 range. Um, there, there have so far been reports of some that were up to 60,000 and primarily it had to do with wanting soldiers who had special skills and I um, mean wanting more soldiers in general and especially wanting those with special skills. So then in um, 2010, the federal government began an investigation into this. How much was given out? To whom was this money given out? Was it, uh, was it correctly done? And so on. Then in 2012, letters went out to these vets asking them to pay back the money with interest. Now, another aspect of it is, so like, let's say someone got $15,000, a veteran, for re-enlisting. He got $15,000. Well, now the government is asking for not only that $15,000, but the $15,000 with interest, and they never really got $15,000 in the first place because when taxes were taken, they only got $11,000. So now they got 11000 and they're being asked to pay 15000 plus interest. It is outrageous. So let me tell you a little more about um, this story. Um, first of all, you know, what happened, what, what's recently happened, I mean, this started in 2012 when the letters went out, but why this is news today is because the government has been <laughs> impatient. Um, they haven't been getting the payments back as quickly as they would like. 
Why is that? Because most of the veterans are barely squeaking by. I mean, you know how hard it is. We've heard about how hard it is for veterans to get jobs. And these are the veterans that are totally healthy, even psychologically and physically. Imagine how hard it is for a veteran who has been injured psychologically or physically to get a job. So they are eking by. They're not even getting um, good enough health care, mental health or physical health care. Uh, that's been a scandal. And now <laughs> these poor veterans who are having enough trouble uh, reacclimating to civilian life are being asked to somehow find money. You know, it would be hard enough for the average American family. Everybody is pretty much eking by or not everybody, but the majority of people are eking by, despite how much the government tries to tell us that the economy is getting better and the unemployment is getting better, and all of this somehow isn't filtering down to the real people. And everybody's living paycheck to paycheck. That's if they have a paycheck to begin with. So we ask uh, the, the, the group, the veterans who have already paid, you know, $15,000, $20,000, even $60,000. What is that compared to them putting their life on the line for all the years that they did that? You can't, you cannot pay them for, for what they sacrificed. Um, if, Putting their, putting their life at risk, leaving their families, having injuries, and so on. So, you know, it is such a, a humiliation, such an insult to be asking them to pay back $15,000 plus interest. So I'm going to um, be calling upon you today to do something about it. Now, I totally respect um, the people who have who have joined in the first place, enlisted in the first place, no less re-enlisted. Uh, I mean, I know, I'll admit that I don't have the guts to join the military. I mean, you couldn't pay me enough <laughs> to join the military. I'm not going to the front lines. Um, I mean, you know, there's no Starbucks there. There's no Victoria's Secret there. I mean, what would I do? <laughs> Seriously, this is, this is, uh, the, the people that have, that do this and, and ironically do this to keep America free, to keep us being able to pursue, pursue happiness, you know, according to what we're promised. Right. Um, and, and this is being done to them. I mean, it's, it's ironic and, and tragic that the very freedoms that they're trying to protect, they're being subjected to, um, a government that doesn't respect their freedom. I mean, it's it's just it's 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 like a kingdom. It's a um, it's a, a society where where there's no democracy. There, no one asked them if they thought this was fair. So, what's why it's making news is because Defense Secretary Ash Carter just this week, um, you know, all of a sudden uh, he got wind of it, and I'll explain how that happened. But, you know, again, the investigation started, these, these bonuses were given out in 2007, 2009, and the investigation began in 2010, the letters went out in 2012, and somehow Defense Secretary Ash Carter wants us to believe that he's just getting wind of this now. And so he decided that the current program is unacceptable, Duh. And um, he has said and authorized that the program be suspended.
Okay, this is to the thousands of California National Guard soldiers who re-enlisted, and this was to fight in Iraq and Afghanistan. Now, you know, it's not just people in California, because these people are now living all over the country, and plus the fact that they're probably going to find that this didn't just happen in California. It happened, you know, in many other states. So this could be coming to a state near you, if you're not living in California. Um... So he, he's telling the Pentagon to suspend all the efforts to collect reimbursement from the California National Guard members who received them. But get the key word there is suspend. He's not saying forgive. He's not saying that they should send back the money that they already collected and that they should stop collecting more. What he's suggesting is that there be a step up in the... Uh, in the um, rate at which they're examining the cases. He wants them to look at 100 cases a day so that uh, more of the people involved, now the, there were, we're talking about uh, at least 10,000 people who were uh, involved in this, who were given this. I mean, there are, there are different quotes of numbers, some, somewhere between 10 and 14,000 people were given these re-enlistment bonuses. Um, now, they're saying that, uh, that some of the people who got the bonuses shouldn't have gotten them because um, the, the, the problem was that they, the, it was really supposed to be just for people with special skills that the Army needed. And so, for example, it was uh, for soldiers who uh, had special skills in intelligence or language or who were non-commissioned officers. And the problem is that these needs kept changing or what they, um, what they sent, sent out memos about um, kept changing as far as what was needed. And then also it varied a lot between the different recruiting stations. So recruiting stations were giving out money to people, you know, not through any fault of the people who received the bonuses, but there were these, uh, this confusion about who should get them, how much they should get, and so on. Now, supposedly, supposedly, there were some um, veterans who took the money when, I mean, the government is saying, I, I certainly don't necessarily believe that this is true, but the government is saying that there are some veterans who took the reenlistment bonuses, who knew at the time that they took them, that they weren't, um, they weren't supposed to be getting them. And so they're trying to weed out those who knew that they weren't supposed to get them, those who perhaps didn't know, but they weren't supposed to get them because they didn't have these special skills or whatever. Um, I mean, really, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I think what really needs to happen is for them to just stop, not just suspend so that they can investigate more, but stop, stop right now so that, um, uh, so that the, there's no more stress placed on the veterans. Now, you know, we know that there's a problem with veterans committing suicide. There, the number that's given out, and this is just the known number, I mean, certainly it is likely higher, but the, the number that is quoted is that 22 veterans a day commit suicide. Now, that's bad enough, but again, that's those are um, deaths that are reported as suicide, and many suicides don't get reported as suicide. So here we already have at least 
22 veterans a day committing suicide. What do you think these letters <laughs> coming out from the government, and not just a, a letter here and a letter there, but really harassment, going out to veterans who already barely have enough money to get along, what, what do you think the stress is going to do or has been doing to these veterans in terms of pushing them off the edge to commit suicide, to go through with it? Uh, it's, it's really a disgrace. I mean, can you, you know, I don't know how much this has gotten around the world yet. Um, I mean, it is certainly on the internet, so obviously it, it has gone around the world. I don't know how, uh, where it has been seen as much, but wherever, where, whatever countries, whoever is seeing this around the world, do, do you realize that this makes us look like real jerks? I mean, how, how much respect can other countries have for America when they hear what we're doing to our veterans? And how much do they want to then be our allies and support us in whatever military uh, uh, battles we're involved in, like with ISIS, you know? Um, I mean, it is just sad. It's hard. You know, this is really hard to believe. Maybe some of you are, you know, finding it hard to believe to believe this, but uh, if you go looking around the internet, if you haven't heard of it already, uh, it's on television too and radio and so on, um, it, you will discover just what the depth of this um, horrible situation is. Now, um, there is a class action lawsuit that's been filed in federal district court in Sacramento, California, on behalf of some of the soldiers who have received bonuses. But, you know, these things take a lot of time to go through um, the court system. And in the meantime, uh, veterans are trying to put food on the table. Um, you know, some of the, some of the quotes of figures um, and as to how many bonuses there were, I told you one of them, um, the highest number that I've seen as to how many veterans are involved in this, how many questionable bonus cases are in California, are 14,000, of which um, 4,000 have been cleared as properly eligible, 1,200 identified as poss possible fraud, meaning that the Guard member was not eligible or didn't complete the contract, didn't complete the number of years. You know, the thing is that many of these veterans completed, they don't talk about that, but many of these veterans have completed more than what they had agreed to do to re-enlist and get the bonus. Um, so there's still at least 8,600 or 9,000, uh, 9, somewhere in there, cases. Um, and so they're trying to clean up, clear up 100 cases a day. But, um, but again, you know, it's the majority, the vast majority um, were entitled and certainly did not know that they weren't entitled. And these are people who are caught up in this harassment as well. Oh, this is just really sad. Um, so let me, let me give you an example of one of the soldiers, um, just so, to make it, you know, so you can see it on, on a personal level. And there are some, um, there are some interviews on the internet of people who, um, specific soldiers, veterans, have given interviews and talked about living in hotels out of their suitcases uh, and so on. You know, just really sad stories. And yet, and yet, 
this has just been suspended. It has not been stopped. So, for example, there is Master Sergeant Susan Haley. She is a 24-year veteran. Her husband served for 26 years. Uh, their son lost his leg serving in Afghanistan. The California National Guard is demanding that she pay $650 a month um, where because of her having gotten a $15,000 um, bonus years ago and they want her to pay this that back with interest. And she um, she talks about, you know, how uh, well, how difficult this is for her, how she's barely able to make ends meet as it is, no less, I mean, you know, she can't find 600, you know, just, how many people do you know who, how many families do you know or, or individuals um, who have $650 just laying around <laughs> waiting for the government to call you up and ask you to pay for it? I mean, it's bad enough when they do that with taxes. But if you're a veteran and they're asking you to pay back this money, and one of the veterans made a good point. He said that when they got the bonuses, that here they were, you know, going off to war in, in, in Iraq and Afghanistan, of course, with high a big chance that they won't come back, or if they do come back, they'll be disabled in some way. He said, what do you think that the veterans did with this money? Um, most of them didn't put it in a savings account. They spent it because, you know, it was like these could be their last days. They could go there and die. And so most of them um, spent it, you know, not, not all on frivolous things necessarily, but I'm sure some frivolous things. I mean, what would you do with $15,000 if you were going off to war and you were afraid you were going to die soon? I mean, come on. Most of us would would find fun things um, to, to buy. I mean, not to mention, of course, giving it to relatives and, and friends and things like that, too. But um, they don't put it in a, in a savings account for the most part. So then there's another uh, man, another veteran, Christopher Van Peter, that Christopher Van Meter, who earned a purple heart for his service in Iraq, where he was hurled from an armored vehicle. Now he's having to pay um, over 1300 a month because of the bonus that he took years ago. And he said um, that that he wasn't in paying back this money. They weren't his. He and his family weren't able to afford uh, food for the kids, daycare, and so on. So, um, you know, some of the people in, on in, on the California National Guard and and several members of Congress um, have said that they wanted to see the date the debts waived, but so far it hasn't been happening. What they got, you know, the most that they've gotten is this suspension. So, um, you know, again, some of these special needs that they had were intelligence, civil affairs, and so on. Uh, but there was rampant fraud mismanagement by the California Guard officials because, get this, because they needed to meet their enlistment targets. I mean, that's how this whole thing happened. It was a fine idea to give these re-enlistment bonuses but the different offices at the California Guard, um, the, the people who were in charge of giving out these bonuses, they 
they had a certain quota to meet. They were supposed to get a certain number of people, veterans, to re-enlist. And um, if they were having trouble meeting the quotas, they would offer more money or they would offer more veterans uh, the bonuses. So that's how this whole thing, you know, got... Uh, now, so in other words, it wasn't the fault of the vets. It was the fault of the California Guard officials who were trying to meet their targets. And so, for example, one guard pleaded guilty for filing false claims of $15.2 million. Now, why aren't they having the uh, California Guard officials pay back the money instead of the vets? Good question, right? Well, now the guard is saying that they don't have the authority to ignore the debts, even if they wanted to. I mean, everybody is passing the buck. buck. What it comes down to is everybody's passing the buck. And so then, uh, finally, um, just recently, the U.S. Senate Committee on Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs on Tuesday, this past Tuesday, uh, joined the calls to halt the collection efforts. And they sent a letter to Defense Secretary Ashton Carter. And the committee, these committees said that it was examining the department's collection efforts. Um, and it asked for, doc, listen to this, it asked for documentation. So this, the Senate Committee on Homeland Security and the Committee on Governmental Affairs asked um, the, for the Pentagon to document who in the Pentagon's leadership made the decision to recoup the bonuses and how it plans to spend the $22 million already recouped. So this was on Tuesday. And then on Wednesday, Ashton Carter, that's when he comes out with his plan to suspend the collection. You know, <laughs> nobody wants anyone to find out who it was. No one wants to take responsibility for being the one to have started this program to get the vets to pay the money back. We'll see. This is going to be fascinating to see if it ever, if we ever do find out who, um, actually, whose brilliant idea this was in the first place. So anyhow, you know, you can see, you can see that this is a, this is an, a humiliating, a humiliating um, enterprise that America is doing. It is grossly unfair to the vets. It is stressing them out. It is making more of them commit suicide. Um, it is, it is just, uh, it is just incredibly shameful. And so what I want you to do about it is to, um, spread the word, first of all, then contact your congressman, and then, uh, this especially we're heading into the holiday season. This is a great time to be, you don't have to wait till Christmas or Hanukkah, but you can start uh, donating to some charities that support veterans. And um, you can donate money, you can volunteer, and so on. Now, let me, it's, we're coming to the um, Ask the Terrorist Therapist portion of the program. Um, where I answer your emails and letters. And I have a letter, I mean an email, from Ronnie. Okay, dear terrorist therapist, I'm a vet. I've done tours in Iraq and Afghanistan. I, I just heard about the government stepping up their demands for vets to pay back their recruitment bonuses. Thank God I'm not one of them. 
but I have friends who have been affected. It is hard enough already for vets to get jobs or credit or health care. Now there's this added stress. It makes you feel like you were a fool for sacrificing for a country that doesn't care about you. What freedom are we protecting? I'm worried that this is going to push some of my friends over the edge to commit suicide. What should I do? Well, Ronnie, I'm going to give you some things to look for, and you're absolutely right. And, um, you know, it, 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 and it is important for people to be looking out for vets, um, not, you know, one, to see how this is affecting them, and also to show that, um, unlike the government um, not having a heart, that real Americans have hearts. So here's a tool to... Um, not just for vets, but all of you, you know, besides looking for this in vets, you know, you can see these things in anybody um, who you may think may be thinking of suicide. And um, there's a way of memorizing this list of uh, things to look for, um, these warning signs of suicide, and it's with the mnemonic is path warm? So you can think about it like, is the path to suicide warm? You know, getting warm. Is he, you know, is he thinking of going down this path? Is path warm? So I is for ideation, meaning suicidal thoughts. S is for substance abuse. P is purposelessness. A is anxiety. T is trapped. H is hopelessness and helplessness. W is withdrawal. A is anger, R is recklessness, and M is mood changes. Is path warm? That's just a way to remember these signs, these warning signs. And then, of course, there are other signs, such as somebody saying, I don't want to live anymore. That's kind of a clue. Or, there's nothing, or even when someone says, there's nothing to live for, or people will be better off without me. Like, people don't have to say, who are planning suicide, don't necessarily say, I am going to commit suicide tomorrow. But they throw out these tags and these, these lines, you know, that seem like throwaway lines, but they're, it's really a cry for help. Other signs and behaviors to look for are dramatic changes in mood, loss of interest in previously enjoyed activities, agitation, increase in drug and alcohol use, risk-taking behavior, aggressive, impulsive, or violent acts, expressions of hopelessness and purposelessness, lack of self-care or outright neglect of self, sleeping too much or too little, feeling tired most of the time, gaining or losing a significant amount of weight, changes in eating and sleeping patterns, withdrawal from family, friends, and interests, giving away prized possessions, and or making a will, tidying up personal affairs, writing notes, making notes on belongings, you know, people tagging their belongings to who they want, which each belonging to go to, reconnecting with old friends and extended family as if to say goodbye. And then previous unresolved or recent suicide attempts, obviously the people who have made suicide attempts in the past um, or have come close to that, um, are most at risk for actually following through with another, with, with now not just a suicide attempt, but, you know, actually having a successful attempt this time. Or unusual happiness and peace after an intense period of turmoil, 
um, you know, that sometimes throws people off because when someone who's been really unhappy suddenly seems happy and peaceful, people think, oh, they're over it. Well, it, when it can actually be that they have made peace with their decision to commit suicide, and that's why they're feeling okay. They know they've set a date, and they know that they're soon going to be out of their misery. So to sort of um, sum up, um, what, what needs to happen is to show them the money, the vets, and um, it's not good enough to just suspend the collection of debts while more cases are being examined because while that's happening, the vets who are still supposedly on the hook, who have been, who have been harassed and think that they're on the hook to, to pay back the money, they're still going to be under horrendous stress. So you need to, it's not enough to suspend. You need to actually stop to send letters and flowers and money, more money. There should be bonuses um, for vets who have been put under this stress, you know, of payback, of, of being required to pay back the money. There should be an extra bonus for all this stress that they went uh, under. And then... Um, in, there should be a refund, of course, of any monies that vets have paid in. And, um, and this should happen now, not uh, 100 cases a day. <laughs> this should happen tomorrow. Um, no more plans to, to collect. Well, um, you can... Um, what I say should happen in addition to all of that is that the California Guard officers who made these commitments because they didn't want to look bad because they weren't um, fulfilling their quotas, they're the ones who should pay back the money if there's any money to be paid back. Um, at least one of them has gone to jail for fraud. And better yet, besides paying back the money, how about these uh, California Guard off officials who made the mistakes in the first place? How about sending them to the war zone to fight? Well, that's a thought. <laughs> I know it sounds evil, but you know, I mean, it was their fault in the first place. Well, I'm Dr. Carol, your terrorist therapist. Thank you for listening to the Terrorist Therapist Show. And remember... Spread the news about this. Contact your congressmen. Tell them how they have to fight to find out who started this mess to begin with and how it has to stop immediately. And then give a little extra thanks to a serviceman. Wherever you see them, walk up to them and say thank you. Um, give them gifts. Uh, donate to charities that support veterans. Volunteer for these charities and so on. The important thing to do now is to show veterans that despite our government seemingly having no heart, that the American people do.